Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 33. Is that right? Is that right? Let me see. Let me see. 33. Oh, hell yeah. So, welcome back to your weekly recap wrestling show where I go through all the WWE and AEW shows. We go through Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite and Rampage, go through all the matches, let you know what happened, what you might have missed if you had a busy week. There is a lot of wrestling nowadays, and there's only so many hours per day. And luckily, luckily for you, I have enough of those hours in the week to watch all the wrestling, so I'm your boy. And I will give you the wrestling recap, and uh, let's just freaking dive right into it with... Monday Night Raw, they are in Nashville. Oh, baby, Nashville is a great city. Let's see how they do this week. They're starting off the show with the Bloodline. They take over Monday Night Raw yet again. They are flipping tables, yelling and screaming all over the place. Kevin Owens, he ain't impressed. He comes out. And Sammy ain't impressed that Kevin Owens shows up. They bicker about it. Kevin Owens wants to punch Samuel in the face. But Adam Pearce ruins the fun. With this security. The security does their job. As they go in, they get destroyed. So Kevin Owens runs in by himself. It's four on one. Doesn't really go well for Kevin Owens. Kind of gets his ass kicked. But the locker room clears out to chase out the bloodline. Adam Pearce says he's putting all of them in a match tonight. A pretty good start to the show. Uh, Bloodline in a bad mood this week, especially Sami Zayn. I don't know who shit in his Cheerios that morning, but he was not impressed. And dude, it's I think it's finally happening, everybody. I think this is actually this is happening. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are becoming the main guys. In WWE, right before our eyes, I think this is happening. I think they're actually going to give these two, like, the reins. They have been starting the shows every week. They're getting all the main event attention. I mean, oh my god. I think they're finally, like, understanding that Sami Zayn is incredible and Kevin Owens is incredible. This is awesome. Thumbs up. All right. So Adam Pearce, he's trying to calm everybody down, trying to calm the locker room down. Kevin Owens has, like... Uh, like eight pounds of makeup around his really messed up eye so last week uh he took i don't know what the hell happened to his eye but it didn't heal up over the last week and it still looks disgusting but trying to cover it up with a ton of cover-up or whatever the hell um anyway adam pierce sets up some sort of nashville music city street fight or something and a six-man tag so maybe you should have said the six-man tag first and then the the street fight because you know, a six-man tag is rather underwhelming when compared to a street fight but hey i don't write the show anyway moving on now we move on to alexa bliss versus bianca belair this is for the raw women's championship so we got a big old title match here on the show uh we get some miscommunication from bliss uh from what i can tell it looks like uh belair was yelling at her to get up but bliss wasn't getting up fast enough so she like rushed her and then Bliss, like, adjusts while she's on the ground. Just as Belair's going for, like, a splash move, Belair has to, like, stop, reset the move. And she looked pretty frustrated right there. So, I don't know. It looked like a miscommunication. Looked sloppy. And it, it looks like Alexa is the one to blame there. She just didn't look, didn't look good right there. Anyway, masked men appear around the ring. One of them has to tell security that he's part of the show. Like, oh, man, security guard runs up to him. He's, like, about trying to pull him away or something. He, like... Totally had to be told that, yo, man, I'm part of the show. Don't touch me. 
Uh, we got images flashing. Alexa Bliss loses her mind again. She attacks the referee and then beats the bejesus out of Bianca. Bliss hits Bianca with a DDT onto the steel steps. We got a little bit of blood from Bianca. It looks like it's coming out of her cheek. Bliss comes back and hits another DDT on the stairs. Crowd wants a third one, but nah, dog, Alexa ain't gonna give it up. Just two. Bianca refuses to be stretchered out of the arena. Bliss is DQ'd for going banana, attacking the referee and and all the horrible things that she just did. Uh, Overall, man, I think the match was kind of sloppy at times. Pretty good at other times, though, so I don't know. Just something, something was up with this match. Uh, ending was okay. Uh, kind of making Bliss, well, uh, they definitely make Bliss look a lot more unhinged. But honestly, man, I'm, I'm not into the gimmick. I don't I don't like uh, Alexa's performance. It just it, do, it doesn't seem uh, convincing to me, honestly. Like, I know these people aren't freaking, like, professional actors or anything, but... I've seen better, and I never liked Bliss in this position. I will keep saying it. I think Liv Morgan should have been the crazy uh, Bray Wyatt girl or whatever. I think she would have done way better at it. But, yeah, overall, it's just kind of a meh match for me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Hooray! Hooray! He he does the walk with Elias thingy, and the crowd is in on it. They, they, they say walk with Elias with him. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Is he back? But then, stupid head Solo Sokoa interferes the performance. Boo! Tomato, tomato. Uh, But regardless, um, Elias doing kind of the thing that he used to do that was over. And the crowd was into it. It is Nashville, so they're into pretty much anything. But still, they remember it, and that's good. So now we move into the Music City Street Fight. Solo Sokoa versus Elias. So we got instruments all around the ring, you name it. You got guitars, bass guitars, pianos, and, and a whole bunch of shit. Anyway, it starts off, Solo grabs a cowbell. I got a fever! And the only prescription is more cowbell! But sadly, the cowbell doesn't make the cowbell sound. I'm beyond devastated at this point. My fever has gone unprescribed. Thumbs down. Solo tosses Elias into a drum set and it totally makes the badum sound. I you can't write that shit up, man. That that was incredible. Thumbs up for the drum set right there. Elias bitch slaps Solo Sokoa with a tambourine. Again, that was just freaking hilarious. Thumbs up. Elias really likes that tambourine. He uses it a lot throughout the match, slapping the bejesus out of out of Solo. And then, like, I don't know who this guy is exactly. Kid Rock Jr., we'll call him. Uh, He gives Elias a guitar. Uh, Solo counters that. Kid Rock Jr., or I guess his name is Hardy. Some sort of musical artist, I guess. But I'm calling him Kid Rock Jr. Um, He runs in. He uh, blasts Solo with a guitar. And Solo absolutely no-sells the shit out of that guitar shot. And he hit him good. Freaking loved it. I was laughing so hard. Thumbs up for that. Hardy runs to <laughs> runs to a safe distance distance and then he taunts Solo. So really smart right there on on Kid Hardy Rock or whatever the hell he's called. Uh, good call. Solo absolutely destroys Elias with a sambo slam onto a freaking wooden piano. And oh my goodness, dude, that looked so freaking painful. Oh my goodness, what a bump, what a spot. Thumbs up. Solo wins the Music City Street Fight. Uh, man, that was a ton of fun. That was a lot of fun. Lots of musical instruments being used as weapons. Got that Kid Rock dude. His moment was really funny. And dude, that final bump 
on the freaking wooden piano was disgusting. Very good match. Very entertained. Uh, seven and a half out of ten. Would have been better, though. Would have been a great match. Would have given an eight out of ten if the cowbell made the cowbell sound. And, uh, yeah. Got an extra point five for the drum set going. Boom. That's awesome. Moving on, we got the six-man tag team match now. It's the Usos and Sami Zayn versus the Street Profits and Kevin Owens. Uh, Montez Ford is mean-mugging the bloodline big time. He's got stink face all match long. Something's up with him. Kevin Owens, well, I, I know what's up with him. His wife just got, like, brutally beaten down. If you didn't know, Montez Ford is married. I think he's married to her, or if not, at least the girlfriend of Bianca Belair. So, yeah, that's why he's all flustered. Anyway. Kevin Owens gives Sami Zayn a big old crotch chop and calls him a bitch. Freaking hilarious. Ford is out of it. Kevin Owens smacks him in the face for a tag and Ford awakens. He goes absolutely like Super Saiyan banana mode. It was nuts. He is on fire on the hot tag, just taking out everything that moves. Thumbs up right here for Ford. Kevin Owens eats a super kick and sells it brilliantly. He just like face plants into the barricade and just like like, slides down on his face such a great sell freaking thumbs up for that sammy hits the haluva kick pins ford for the w right here uh very solid match very good performance from ford in this one uh his intensity was out of control uh he he was like dormant and then once kevin owens slapped him he woke up and holy fuck man like i honestly think that ford still has that mega star potential on him like you look at this guy, he's got charisma out the yin-yang. He is beyond entertaining. He's very good in the ring. He's not the best in the ring, but he's very good. He, he's got some insane athleticism. I mean, this guy should be like a superstar. I think the only problem is, is that it's not really a problem, but Angelo Dawkins is damn fine himself, but I can't really see Angelo Dawkins making it on his own the same way that Ford might be able to. Now, they both might not be able to make it on their own. I have no idea, but regardless right now, the Street Profits are phenomenal. What a great performance from Ford tonight. Um, and then the Bloodline picking up the bones, going down, going uh, uh, going for... I don't know what I'm trying to say here. They're, they're trying to beat down the, the good guys a little bit more. So Drew McIntyre and Sheamus show up for the save here. And, dude, I just got to say, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre as a tag team, that's unstoppable. That's just, like, legitimately unstoppable tag team. Uh, AJ Styles, uh, we are told he has suffered a broken ankle. So, uh, sadly, he's going to be out for a while. And that leaves me to wonder what the future for Gallows and Anderson will be without AJ Styles. I mean, I don't think the crowd is going to give one shit about them without AJ Styles. But uh, we'll see where it goes. Chad Gable with Otis versus Dexter Loomis is up next. Otis tries to interfere. He misses and hits the ring post. Good job. Loomis rolls up Chad, pins, and wins the match. Uh, Pretty meh. Honestly, crowd was dead for this, and Gable was over shushing throughout the match. So, gonna give it a thumbs down. Didn't enjoy this. Now we got damage control. They're in the ring. Bailey is bragging. She beat Becky Lynch. So, Becky Lynch comes out. She calls Becky a dope. That's awesome. Becky gets cocky and asks for a handicap match. And uh, she gets it. So Becky uh, versus Dakota and Io Sky. Becky does well for a little bit until she's overwhelmed. Then Minchin, Mission, Minchin, what the fuck is her name now? I don't, I don't like this name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep calling her. Uh, uh, oh fuck, what's her name? I don't know. Okay, Minchin comes down. She joins Becky. 
Bailey is very confused uh, on the outside. Becky pulls Dakota out for the of the ring. Dakota takes a bit of uh, face plant on the fall there. That's quite funny. EO takes a drop kick. Hilarious sell on that from her. Thumbs up. Got a really cool head scissor move between the ropes by Mitchin. Uh, really cool move. Bailey distracts Moonsault from EO, and EO picks up the win. Yeah, solid match. Would have been better if it was like a tag team match right out of the gate. Uh, it really just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Whatever. It just didn't really work for me. Moving on. Seth Rollins is being interviewed backstage about his upcoming United States title match against Austin Theory later. Uh, entertaining promos from Seth. His his psycho laugh is just freaking ridiculous. <laughs> All the time. All the freaking time. It's good, though. Byron uh, Byron Saxton tries to interview Alexa Bliss. He uh, claims, she claims that uh, she is in control now. Uh, Okie dokie then, whatever you say, Alexa. Just uh, kind of another not that good promo here. Uh, now we got a good promo. We got Dom Mysterio. He talks about serving some hard time while he's in prison right now. Uh, he tells his mommy he will be back soon. So, fucking rights, Dom. You keep it up, buddy. Now it's time for the main event. Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Nashville is absolutely loving singing Seth Rollins' song. They're just going freaking nuts for that. Seth tweaks his knee, drops Theory on a powerbomb attempt. Uh, I honestly could not tell if um, if that was covering up for a botch right there or if that was a real like little injury right there. No idea, but they covered it up really nicely. It was like really, you know, can't I couldn't tell what the hell that was. So good job. Got a nice stiff kick to the face from <laughs> to the face from Theory. That was disgusting. Really stiff kick. Theory gets frustrated, tries to leave with his title. Seth on one leg now chases down Theory. Get a ref bump. He's down. Seth hits a pedigreed. New referee runs down for the count, but Theory kicks out. Oh my goodness. Theory counters the stomp. We got a fake out ref bump. A low blow and a town down from Theory pins Rollins and retains his title. Hot diggity. Um, sadly, the first, like, I don't know, the first 7 of 12 minutes in this match were commercial breaks. Absolutely ruined the, the first half of this match, but... Damn, dude, that back half was absolutely fantastic. Uh, stiff performance from both men. Theory looked really good in a well-done uh, well shenanigan finish. I like the low blow, and uh, yeah. Theory looks like an absolute douchebag heel, and yeah, Rollins loses, but, you know, under shenanigan cir- circumstances, so he still is Seth Rollins. Uh, man, those commercial breaks, like, just fucking ruined the flow of the match for me like way too many commercial breaks like i really really miss the days of you know the main event on raw had no commercial breaks the first 20 25 minutes of the show didn't have commercial breaks and nope fuck that shit it's just a commercial break fest then they come back from commercial break to promote uh or the the most infuriating thing that they do is like okay so they'll start the show you're watching the show, and then it comes back from the 47-minute commercial break or whatever, and then they just recap for 10 minutes what just happened. I'm watching the stupid show, so you don't need to recap what just happened eight minutes ago. It's so fucking annoying, and they do it like three or four times a show, so there's like 30 minutes down the drain just wasted. Dumb. Anyway, uh, I did still find the show to be pretty good this week couple couple title uh, matches on the card. I enjoyed the opening with uh, Bloodline taking over 
and I'm really liking the amount of time Sammy, Zayn, and Kevin Owens have been getting. Just fucking love those two to death. Dom Mysterio, seriously, I, I keep saying it, he's been fantastic. Week after week, he makes me giggle. Bianca and Bliss was a bit disappointing, you know, not, didn't really live up to uh, a title match, and the Loomis versus Gable was was absolutely nothing it just kind of happened was there to fill up time but i still like the show overall it was i was quite entertained with them gonna give it a seven out of ten okay let's move on to nxt 2.0 we're kicking off the show with carmelo hayes with trick williams versus apollo cruz apollo hits a weird blockbuster ddt type move off the top i really like that move gonna give it a thumbs up Codebreaker from hayes really nice sell there from apollo Hayes hits the top rope leg drop to the head of Cruz. Doesn't really hit it all that cleanly, but he wins anyway. Uh, very good match, man. I really liked it. Uh, really constant fast pace throughout this match. Really nice transition from move to move. Really, really good flow in this match. And just lots of counters. Really good. Nice back and forth match. Uh, crowd was really into it, and so was I. Seven and a half out of ten. Then after that, Axiom attacks out of nowhere. Now we got Trick Williams versus Axiom. What the heck? Trick putting on a pretty solid performance. He's uh, He's been improving. Uh, not enough to win the match over Axiom. But uh, yeah, he, he gets a kick in the head from Axiom and, and loses the match. It was, it was okay. Now we got the schism. They meet up with the New Day backstage. They chirp each other. Kofi fails at math and uh yeah he and braun should have a math off in the future that would just be entertainment kofi challenges gacy to a match later he accepts this now we got dijack so he kidnapped stacks last week now we are shown video of dijack interrogating him beating him up a little bit stacks is tied up to a chair it is not good so somehow stacks i guess i don't know if dijack just let him go or stacks escaped we don't really get told that but they're gonna fight about it later now you got Drew Gulak. He is showing Chase U some stuff in the ring without Mr. Chase being there. Oh, no. Mr. Chase is going to be pissed. You're damn right he's pissed. He drops the F-bombs on Drew Gulak. And, oh, buddy, it's so freaking funny. Like, yes, they, they bleep out the swears. But, like, you know, it's a very, obviously, they know what they're saying. And, and it's, it's being funny intentionally. It's fucking, I love it. Now we got Dijak versus Stax. He's out there with the Dan. Dijak beating the crap out of Stax. Stax attempting a comeback, but he gets sent into a new dimension with a ridiculous boot to the face from Dijak. Oh my god, dude. The sell from Stax. The full backflip. Phenomenal. Thumbs up. Dijak hits Feast for your eyes. It looks terrible yet again. Dude, you gotta find a new finisher. That's it. You're done. Two out of three times now. That move looked like absolute dog shit. Um, the match was solid. I like Stax. He was an absolute selling machine out there. Uh, taking a beating. Uh, Dawn calls out Dijak for a match at New Year's Evil. Dijak says, sure, why not? But seriously though, Dijak, you gotta figure out that finisher, bro. Like, it's cool as hell. So you got him in like a torture rack situation. You flip him over like a reverse FU. And then you give him a GTS. So it's like an FU into a GTS. Excellent on paper. Execution from Dijak. It looks terrible. He never he gets that knee nowhere near the face. And it's maybe it's just too it's too intensive a move for him to pull off. And again, what makes a really good finisher 
an amazing finisher is a move that you can perform easily on everybody yet being effective and looks like Dijak has found himself a finishing move that he cannot perform cleanly on barely anybody at this point so I would suggest a new finishing maneuver okay moving on Menza is getting interviewed, but who gives a shit? It's Big Body Javi. He is here. He's got a Christmas album, and damn, who cares if it's already past Christmas? I bought seven of them. Fuck yeah. Gotta get the Big Body Javi Christmas album. It's amazing. Now we got Toxic Attraction, JC Jane, and Gigi Dolan. They deliver a in-ring promo. They say the spotlight is all on them now, that that Mandy Rose isn't here anymore. They call out Roxanne Perez, but instead, Indy Hartwell comes out. What the heck? Uh, Indy talks some trash, and then my beautiful Cora Jade appears in the crowd. She talks some trash. Then Nikita Lyons appears. We got some trash talk from her. And then freaking Starks appears. We got trash. Wendy True, trash. So much trash talk right now. Women on women trash talk. It's out of control. Thea Hale announces a fight and all the women just come out and start kicking the shit out of each other. Wow, dude, this freaking rules. It's like 1990s Jerry Springer right now. It's freaking insane. The crowd was just gone into a frenzy. It was insane. Thumbs up. Great spot. The champ, Roxanne Perez, appears. All the women stop fighting. She announces a 20-women battle royale next week. And then the fighting resumes. Oh, God, hell yeah. That was dope. Fire and Dawn are getting into it backstage. And it looks like it's getting really ugly. So, let's visit that. Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire. This is a New Year's Revolution backstage brawl match. Uh, That is a mouthful. That is way too long of a name for a match. Okay. Fire slams Dawn on a giant X that Braun likes to bust through. Careful, ladies. You don't want to break the giant X. If you do, Braun is going to flip the fuck out. He might hum a chair across a room or something. Alba Fire tries to crush Dawn with a bunch of ladies, but Dawn avoids it. Okay, that's what I wrote, so there it is. Uh, Fight gets up high on some platforms. Alba tries to commit a crime. She pushes Dawn off, and she goes crashing down to the floor on a pile of chairs. And I think there was a 2x4 down there. Fucking didn't... I mean, it it was kind of a cutaway bump. Like, obviously, it was kind of filmed earlier in the day or something. But still, devastation. Fire drags Dawn to the ring, and the match officially begins. We got some gnarly looking welts forming on Dawn's back at this point. Alba Fire hits a lovely gory bomb. Dawn kicks out of that and the crowd goes completely silent. Like at one point they're frenzying and now it's completely silent. They are silent only until Dawn hums a chair at Alba's head. They're re-frenzied. It is awesome. Thumbs up. Dawn does a wicked dive off of the top to the outside. She lands on her knee. Looked really uncomfortable. Alba fights back. She sets up a table but takes way too long. Dawn crushes Alba's fingers in a toolbox. I mean, holy Christ, man. Thumbs up. Dawn attempts to smash Alba's hand with a hammer, but she avoids that disaster, thankfully. Dawn placed now uh, on the table. She's smiling. Fire goes for the Swanton Bomb off the top rope, but she botches it, bro. She fucking misses it. Uh, She kind of fucks up the jump, just barely touches Dawn with the impact. Table does not break, and um, Fire takes a scary fall to the floor, man. Does not look good. Um, Yeah. So, uh, 
to fix this, she pops right back up, nails a another beautiful gory bomb right through the table, picks up the W here. Um, regardless of that botch, man, like that she fucked up the table spot. Uh, she kind of fixed it though. This was an awesome brawl. I really like this match. Some seriously brutal bumps in this, and lots of weapons being used throughout. Man, yeah, lots to like throughout this match. Alba fire and and dawn are really having a nice feud right now really like the match eight out of ten great match very impressive performance from both women oh baby big body javi he's back he is going up against oro mensa mensa hits a really nice spinning heel kick on javi in the corner for the victory uh match was okay but it was really short they got Brooks, Jensen, and Henley. They're celebrating. Then Kiana shows up, uh, but she's being nice, and she congratulates Henley on her win, and then she tells Jensen to text her. So, again, this whole storyline just kind of fell flat. Like, now what? Is Kiana supposed to be a baby face, or, or is she kind of lulling us into another trap? Hopefully, hopefully a trap, because I don't want her to be a baby face. That makes no sense. Now we move on to Andre Chase with Chase U. He is fighting Drew Gulak. He's with Hank. Dempsey wearing a sling backstage. He is watching the match. Mr. Chase mid-match goes for a handshake. What the hell are you thinking, dude? Gulak bitch slaps Chase, puts him in the Gulak. Chase taps out, and the Goo wins the match. Uh, Pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Just kind of all right. Not not that great. I kind of, I like where the storyline's going. It just hasn't really, like hit just yet but i like where it's going so uh i look forward to see what next week will bring now we got kofi kingston with xavier woods he's going up against joe gacy he's with the schism ava crotches kofi on the top rope xavier woods getting into it with the dyad on the outside kofi hits a big old dive on everybody kofi hits trouble in paradise for the w booker t though is acting weird he is oddly he was like rooting for the die or uh, joe gacy throughout the match not rooting for the New Day, and he was really upset when Kofi won the match. So, um, did Ava rain like brainwash, brainwash Booker T last week with with her weird words? I I, I really hope that's not what's going on here. It's going to be weird, but yeah, match was uh, pretty all right, short, and lots of shenanigans throughout. So yeah, not that great. Pretty deadly. They meet up with the New Day backstage. They're really fed up with all the outrageous demands that the New Day are asking for, such as acquiring Big Boss Man's nightstick and The Rock's eyebrow. How the fuck are you supposed to get that? How are you supposed to acquire the people's eyebrow? That is the hardest eyebrow in the world to acquire. Anyway, uh, pretty deadly. They want a match, so New Day will give them it, but I think it's going to happen next week. Now we move on to the final segment of the show, the Grayson Waller Effect. His guest this week is the NXT champion, Braun Breaker. Waller is trying his best to rile up Braun Breaker, make him all pissed off, but it ain't working. Braun just keeps agreeing with Grayson, keeps giggling, and um, yeah, this begins to really upset Mr. Waller. Braun gets bored, he goes to leave, Waller says only things Breaker has ever done is steal his gimmick from his father, so uh, pretty pretty good chirp right there, made me laugh, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Braun calmly kicks the crap out of Waller after saying he loves his dad. Pretty funny segment, uh, Breaker turning the tables on, on Waller here, it was pretty entertaining, uh, well played by Breaker, I'll, I'll give him that. 
solid NXT this week. I, I really liked the the big brawl with all the women. That was that was fucking awesome. The battle royale is going to be very very interesting. Uh, I, I'm interested to see who's going to come out of that as the winner. I'm banking that they're probably going to be going with Cora Jade. I'd, I'd be a little bit surprised if they didn't because. Uh, even though she's in kind of a feud right now with Wendy Chu, they 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 could just move on from that. That's n- no big deal. Uh, anyway, fire uh, the Alba Fire and Isla Dawn rivalry really getting good, man. That great great brawl from them this week. Show loses steam after that though, uh, after that match. But I did enjoy the Walder effect; it was pretty entertaining. And uh, they're doing a good job at setting up New Year's Evil next week, so that should be a really good show. Thought this week's show was solid. Going to give it a six and a half out of ten. And then we will move on now to Dynamite. Dynamite kicks right off with Chris Jericho with the Jericho Appreciation Society. They're going up against, well, I guess just Chris is going up against Ricky Stocks. Long history between these two. Ricky rolls up Chris. Aubrey says it was a two, but I don't think Chris got out of that. So, but whatever, they just move on. So a little bit of a botch there. Ricky, regardless though, he pins Chris Jericho for the W here. Very good match. Just classic Chris Jericho stiffness. You got a good back and forth match between these two. Really good chemistry. Jericho making Ricky look like a resilient son bitch in this one. Just Ricky keeps coming back. Seven and a half out of ten. Jericho Appreciation Society attack Ricky after the match, so Action Andretti runs down with a black eye. I don't know where he got that from. Black eyes going all around the wrestling world this this week. Look at Kevin Owens. Uh, regardless, he comes down to save Ricky, but he is immensely outnumbered. Haggard demolishes Ricky Starks, powerbombing him off of the apron, through a table, Thumbs up for that. That just reminds me of friggin' uh, Mike Awesome power bombing everybody back in the day. Oh man, that was good stuff. Tony Schiavone now he's interviewing Adam Page to uh, he's looking for an update on his condition. Hainman confirms he's still not cleared to fight tonight, but he will be good to go next week. He says he's gonna knock Mox's dick in the dirt. That makes me giggle, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a thumbs up for that. Tony's shocked face is hilarious <laughs> i don't think anyone's who the when's the last time you heard someone say i'm gonna knock your dick in the dirt i mean like the 90s or something anyway it was funny moxley makes his entrance he stares off in the in the ring with hangman some mic issues occur and moxley's not impressed he drops some f-bombs you got some jesus christ it's hilarious thumbs up for that as well it gets very heated in the ring. Moxley wants to rip Adam's head off, but can't touch him or they won't be able to fight next week. Great segment right here. Really enjoyed it. Thumbs up for that. And uh, I would say the crowd was at least, I'd say, 97% behind Moxley uh, in this segment. Not much love here for Hangman Adam Page, though he was good in this segment. Lethal and Double J with Dutt and Singh versus The Acclaimed. This is going to be for the AEW Tag Team Championships. As always, we've got a fantastic rap from Caster. Absolutely loved the line about that douchebag Andrew Tate. That guy can rot in prison. Max with an angle slam. The angle spins and a crotch chop with tongue. Two Double J. I mean, come on. that That's hilarious. Thumbs up for that. Lethal bitch slaps daddy ass and he runs away like a chicken. Singh gets ejected, but it takes every referee in the building to do so. They're just, hey, get out of here. Get out of here. Come on, get out of here. 
Jeff pins Bowens with his foot on the ropes. Sanjay Dutt knocked it off. Ref didn't see it. And new tag team champions. But wait. It's Aubrey. Oh, thank you, Aubrey. She tells the ref what actually went down. And he's like, are you sure? It's like, dude, she wouldn't have run down here and made a whole scene if she wasn't sure. But anyway, the match is restarted. Great job from Aubrey here. Thumbs up for her. Lethal almost steals it again immediately with the feet on the ropes. Bowens reverses the pin and wins. Oh, buddy. Uh, the acclaimed pick up the win here. Good good match. Very entertaining as always. And solid in-ring work from everybody and a really hot crowd. I enjoyed this. 7 out of 10. Tony interviews interviews Britt Baker and my girl, Jamie Hayter. Uh, pretty good promo here, short, but uh, I really like, like the line from Britt. She's the killer and I'm the pillar. That's, come on, where's she come up with this shit? Every freaking week. Now we got Brian Danielson versus Tony Nese with uh, Josh Woods and Smart Mark. Crowd going absolutely bananas for Danielson. He's from nearby Aberdeen, Washington. I forgot, to, I maybe forgot to mention that Dynamite is in Seattle this week. And uh, yeah, Aberdeen, Washington is close to Seattle. So crowd is going absolutely banana for Brian Danielson. Nice deadlift powerbomb into the corner from Tony Nice. Unreal selling from Nice on the, on the psycho knee. Does the full backflip sell. I mean, I love that shit. Thumbs up. Danielson, with pure delight on his face, puts uh, Tony Nice to sleep with submission. He picks up yet another victory. Short match, but uh, the crowd was absolutely electric. Quite entertaining. Uh, <laughs> and I was going to say entertain. I was quite entertained, but it says entertaining, and then I just blacked out a little bit. Brian still has some energy. He calls out MJF for a fight. The champ comes out. He says, how about no? MJF calls Brian a goat, the like the actual animal kind, not the greatest of all time, uh, time version. Uh, and he claims that his mama made love to a goat. I mean, whoa, dude, uh, lines were crossed right here. Danielson says MJF's mom has slept with enough people to fill a stadium. MJF is flipping out. This is just very entertaining stuff. Uh, thumbs up. After more nice talk, MJF lays down a bunch of reasonable rules for Brian Danielson to follow to become the number one contender. Danielson says no, unless he's allowed to pick the stipulation for their theoretical match at Revolution, if he can... Get, get the number one contender match, but Brian is so, so very confident in himself. Uh, MGF calls him an idiot because he's like, well, pff, what kind of match are you going to pick? And he says he, he if he's going to get it, he's going to pick a one hour long Iron Man match. Oh my goodness. The thought of MGF in an hour long Iron Man match. Oh man, that, that could be special. That could be something. Uh, Danielson says he's going to walk through anybody he puts in front of him and he's going to expose MJF in the ring in an Iron Man match. Fucking excellent segment right here. Danielson is just pure badass right here and MJF hilarious with all of his freaking theatrics and, and the chirps were good stuff. I enjoyed this. Thumbs up. Now we move on to Swerve with his goons uh, versus AR Fox. Uh, Swerve does a badass flip out of the ring, and, uh, well, his music still sucks, so whatever. Fox hits a nice shooting star onto Swerve, the goons attacking Fox on the outside. Then Swerve kicks him right in the face. How you doing? Swerve hits Fox with a foreign object. Didn't see what it was. Must have been a ring or something. Then a brutal, absolutely brutal Death Valley driver on the apron. That would snap your back in half. Thumbs up for that spot. 
Fox is dead after that, but uh, Swerve stomps his head in anyway for good measure to pick up the W here. Uh, I hate to say it, but this was a very good match. I, I still hate you, Swerve, and your music still sucks. But damn, he is impressive in the ring, and Air Fox is also very impressive in the ring. Lots of very impressive high-flying abilities on display in this one. Seven and a half out of ten. Now we move on to Soraya, Tony Storm, and Sheeta. They're being interviewed. Soraya picks Tony as her partner, and just like straight up cold shoulders, Sheeta like just kind of doesn't acknowledge her existence, and Sheeta is just like, what the what the fuck? And she is blown away by the absolute display of disrespect. And honestly, so am I. I what the heck? Sheeta is the shit. But uh, maybe we're moving into some sort of. Uh, rivalry between Soraya and or Tony Storm and Sheeta. Uh, that'd be fine. That'd be fun. Now we move on to the guns, uh, the young guns, as it were. They come out wearing somber clothing because they are mourning the career of FTR because they lost a match to them. That's that's good shit. They read off their speeches and hold a moment of silence for FTR. Then the FTR music hits, but they ain't here. Boo! Tomato, tomato. Uh, the guns claim they are the new top guys, and they are out. Pretty fun, pretty funny little segment here. I, I enjoy the guns. They, uh, whenever they're they have a moment to shine, they usually take it and uh, provide a good laugh or two. So uh, good job here. Now we move on to Sky Blue and Kiara Hogan versus Red Velvet and Jade Cargill with Layla Gray. So the colors are all out here. You got Sky Blue, Red Velvet, and Layla Gray. I mean, jeez. Just call them, like, I don't know, the the Crayolas or something. Just, that'd be cool. Velvet gets planted with a DDT on the outside. Just fucking flagpoles herself into the ground. Awesome. Cardgill screaming at Velvet. She tags her in by just tapping her head like a jerk. Velvet getting very agitated. Jade, Jade Cardgill wiggles her boobies, then delivers a straight-up choke slam. I, I enjoyed that. Velvet refuses the tag from Jade Hogan, rolls up Jade and Hogan. Oh my goodness, dude, so close to delivering the first loss in Jade's career right there. I thought she actually was going to get it. I, I would have been very happy. Jade nails a pump kick, pins, and wins. So, uh, no, no loss here for Jade, but it was a solid match. That that near fall was so damn close, though. I, I really did thought that Hogan was going to get her right there. And uh, Velvet finally ditching Cardgill here during this match. So, there you go. That's I think that's only got one baddie left, I think, and uh, everyone else has ditched her because Jade sucks. Now we move on to, this is the main event, hometown Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. This is four. The TNT Championship. Crowd needing to be reminded that Darby is from Seattle. Once they say Seattle, they go crazy. They're like, oh yeah, he's one of us. We always knew that. We're just kidding. Regardless, uh, Joe chokes a fan in the crowd. I don't, I don't, I hope he was planted or he must have said something very mean. Darby dives at Joe and totally plants himself headfirst on the floor. Uh, he pops right back up and just, Jesus, Darby, you're, you're an outrage, bro. Uh, speaking of outrage, a ladder is introduced, Darby climbs it, the ladder wobbles, and a big old front flip off the top of it uh, dives onto Samoa Joe, just outrageous, thumbs up for that. Darby's leg is mangled, and the match begins officially. Darby uh, brutally slammed onto the steel steps, that was kind of hard to watch. Joe slams Darby into the post, he, he helicopters onto the floor. People in the crowd shown, like, visibly worried, looking away, uh, having a hard time watching Darby's selling. Joe laying in the 
laying in the really stiff kicks into Darby's chest. Really getting a beat down now. Darby getting choked out, goes full sting mode, smashes Joe's face into the exposed turnbuckle, hits two coffin drops, pins, and no! TNT champion Darby Allen. Two-time TNT champion right there. I thought it was a third time, but uh, apparently it's two. Great match. Absolutely fucking brutal bumping from Darby as always. Uh, as per usual, pretty hard to watch uh, some of the bumps he takes on a weekly basis. Love the comeback story and a fantastic ending. Crowd was freaking white hot for this. Uh, thankfully, they reminded them that Darby was from Seattle or it might have been not as white hot. might have been like just hot hot. Uh, regardless, 8 out of 10. Great match. Got a big old confetti celebration for Darby. Sting comes down. And they hug Darby for Darby. Awesome moment here for him. Thumbs up. Uh, great way to end the show and a really great show overall. Lots of good wrestling and storyline progression. Uh, really enjoying the baddies turning on Jade. Jericho Appreciation Society versus Ricky and Action Andretti is is getting great. Hangman looks very determined. You know that way he gets. He's a little bit of an up and down uh, roller coaster when he when he's passionate and really fired up. He's uh, he's great and he looks like he's uh, he's hitting his stride right now. I honestly can't wait for his fight with Moxley. Looks looks like he's gonna be really fucking good. Crowd was absolutely amazing for the show. Well done, Seattle. Great show this week. Eight out of ten. Okay, let's move to SmackDown. They were in Memphis this week, starting off immediately. Usos and Sami Zayn come out uh, through the crowd. They're coming in hot. They're throwing chairs, being just ridiculous. They introduce the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. He's actually here. Roman does the acknowledge me gimmick, then gives us what we all really want, Sami Zayn. Sammy hypes everyone up, then Roman laughs like a crazy man about the tag team match he and Sami Zayn lost last week. So, uh, yeah, that, that was bad because that's, that's the first loss that Roman has been involved in in three years, even though like he hasn't he still hasn't been pinned in over three years, but that, that was the first loss he was even involved in. So, uh, yeah, it's been, a it's been a long time. Roman, at this point, is really reminding me of Dr. Evil when he's asking number two, if you want to wear your big boy pants, and he's like <laughs> bouncing the big globe and he smacks him in the head. That That's kind of what's going on at this point. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Thumbs up. Roman is freaking out on poor Sami Zayn. He is terrified. So Kevin Owens comes out to interrupt Roman Reigns' hissy fit. Kevin Owens says Sammy ain't the problem. Roman's problem is... It's Kevin Owens, of course, of course. Kevin challenges Roman to a title match at the Royal Rumble, and uh, Roman says, sure, whatever. Weak promo on the side of Roman, you know, not that, not that strong. I think I think he might be done here, folks. Uh, Kevin Owens may be the next champion. I, I, like, I hear rumors, I don't read them, but you hear rumblings that uh, maybe things aren't going so good behind the curtains with Roman, but I don't believe anything until I see it. Uh, in the ring, but regardless, I am very convinced at this point that Kevin Owens might be the next champion, and I'm going to fall in love with, with this. I would love it. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy were great, as always. Good opener, and seriously, man, please, please, WWE, pull the trigger on Kevin Owens. I know you didn't like the first time he was the champion, but it's been, like, seven years. It's fucking time. I think if they pull the trigger, you could very well get a Becky Lynch moment where, like, it just explodes. Like, Kevin Owens could become the fucking guy. I think it could happen. Uh, I will also note that Kevin Owens' eye looks a lot better on Friday. So, yeah, it's been healing up. So, good stuff. 
Charlotte Flair is shown arriving at the arena in her douche mobile. Boo, Charlotte. I hope your tires get slashed. Boo. Kofi Kingston now with Xavier Woods versus Santos with the uh, Legado del Fantasma. Kofi practicing his rumble skills, you know, not not allowing his feet to hit the hit the hit the ground, but the crowd like doesn't really understand what's going on. Uh, they don't really react to it at all. I I like it. Xavier scares Santos with the trombone. Kofi hits an impressive stomp, goes for trouble in paradise, and then Legato with the nanigans. Santos hits the driver for the W. It is an okay match. I enjoyed uh, the rumble spots that Kofi were doing. I thought I thought it was fun, but the crowd was just not reacting to it whatsoever, so kind of falls flat. Now we got Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns at the Rumble. That is confirmed now. So fuck yeah, they're they're gonna do it. I don't know if they're if I hope they pull the trigger, man. I'm serious. I think it might happen. I feel very good about this. Sammy tries to talk to the tribal chief, but Heyman telling Sammy it's it's not a good time right now. But he still loves him. Aw, Paul, that's that's nice. Liv Morgan delivers a promo. She appears to have stolen Oscar's coat. I don't. It looks just like her coat she talks about the rumble uh kind of meh not that not that good promo not that good uh la Knight though he gives us a nice promo he's giving us a nice talking to yeah he's feeling good this week and dude i just love la Knight's promos they're so freaking entertaining uh, i'll give him a thumbs up now we got scarlet and carrying cross versus madcap and emma oh can you just hear the excitement in my voice cross breaks up a pin by emma she slaps him he giggles Cross Hammer, Cross Jacket, Madcap, and Emma lose. Lame. Thankfully, that was only like a two-minute match. Thank God. What are they even trying to accomplish with these four? Cross puts on a Mysterio mask on Madcap. Oh no. Don't you drag Ray into this. He's busy with Dominic. Drew and Seamus hanging out at Jerry the King Lawler's restaurant. They remember the good old days of beating the shit out of each other. And they're progressively, like, smacking each other harder and harder and getting, like, way more intense. Funny little segment here. And then they do the banger after banger thing with a bunch of people at the at the pub or wherever the fuck. It, it was nice. It was fun. It was so much more refreshing than that dog shit that I just watched uh, prior to this. Uh, speaking of dog, dog shit, Charlotte Flair delivers a promo in the ring. Memphis, you're letting me down. They're thanking Charlotte Flair for beating Ronda. I mean, yes, Ronda sucks, but Charlotte sucks more. She reminds us that she won as usual and just keeps bragging about herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sonya interrupts. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, interrupts the brag fest. Sonya wants a shot at the title right here, right now. Crowd chanting trick, or I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, no idea. Moving to the match, Sonya versus Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Spear, figure eight, Flair wins. Uh, frustratingly short match, as always. Uh, pretty much just all Charlotte, not allowing Sonya to show up virtually anything in the match. So, uh, good job getting any talent over Charlotte. You're so good at that. Uh, boo, tomato, tomato. Moving on, we got a Royal Rumble qualifying match. Ricochet versus... Top dollar, and with he's out there with Hit Row, they somehow still have a job in this company. Regardless, commentary is absolutely shitting all over Top Dollar, reminding us about his amazing botch a couple weeks ago, and uh, bless you guys for doing that. Th- thumbs up for that. Ricochet hits a gorgeous shooting star press, smashes his chin a little bit on the landing, but he picks up the win. 
Another short, mediocre match here. Thumbs down. Top Dollar wants to shake hands with Ricochet. There's uh, definitely no hard feelings about the about being made fun of and all that stuff. He's just, yeah, it's water under the bridge. Ricochet, like an absolute idiot, falls for that trap, gets his ass beat by Hit Row, and uh, it looks like we've completed a full heel turn for Hit Row. And uh, yeah, that's probably for the best. They weren't getting over as baby faces, and now with the big old botch everyone making fun of them makes a lot of sense to turn them heel so uh, i'll give them props for doing that smart move Strowman runs down for the save hit row cheese it now we got usos they're going on a yeet fest backstage just go- just said yeet like seven times in about 11 seconds it was it was an outrage but uh their yeets per minute is is getting too high but i do enjoy a good yeet every now and again regardless uh, Roman asks for Sami Zayn. Sami arrives. He apologizes to Roman, but Roman says, I will not accept it. Because he's the one that should be apologizing to Sami Zayn. Ah, oh, damn it, Roman, you got me again. I thought he was going to go off, and then he just turns out to be a really nice guy. Uh, Roman apologizes to Sami. He says it's all going to be good. He's going to smash Kevin Owens, and that's that. But Roman wants Sami to fight Kevin Owens next week. Sammy says, yup, no problem, I got you. Roman invites Sammy to stay and watch the match with him. Aw, Roman, you're such a softy. Jeez, what a nice guy. Roman, it's a really good mood, Roman, right now. I mean, he, he was being an asshole earlier, but he's really redeemed himself. All right, time for the main event. The Usos with Solo, Sokoa versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. This is for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. I mean, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus as on paper as a tag team. That's outrageous. Two former WWE champions. Uh, they're both big and 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 European and uh, yes. Anyway, Sheamus accidentally rips off the tag team string thing and he like totally tries to hide it and fucking hilarious. So fucking funny. Thumbs up for that. Zayn and Heyman enjoying some popcorn as they watch intently backstage. That's that that's a giggle right there. Drew and Sheamus hit stereo avalanche white noises for a near fall. That was a cool spot. Thumbs up. McIntyre showing top dollar how a big man dives over the ropes. He nails it perfectly. Roman now eating popcorn himself, and he can't look away watching the match backstage. I am that is so freaking funny. That made me burst out laughing. Thumbs up for that. Solo attacks Drew while the ref ain't looking. The brutes run down to remove Solo from the equation. Jimmy rolls up Sheamus. Jay adds leverage to the pin, and the Usos steal yet another one and retain the titles. Hmm. Hmm. Slow start, but the, the buildup to the ending was really good, leading to some awesome near falls. Uh, not too many shenanigans, you know, just a little bit, and the popcorn thing was so fucking funny. They go to it the first time, it's just Heyman and Sammy just enjoying a little bit of popcorn, and then like five minutes later, it shows Roman, like, oh, it's so freaking funny, I love that, that was, that was amazing, that might have been my favorite part of the whole fucking show. Uh, yeah, so, uh, the match was good, I liked it, seven and a half out of ten, but overall, though, this, this SmackDown was weak, held up as usual by the bloodline and kevin owens i'll give props to la knight he was funny but it was only for like two minutes so uh not too much there flair oh she continues to infuriate me 
uh, only one match I'd say this this week uh, worth a dang to watch. The rest were just time fillers, nothing special. Uh, still not much tender love and care given to my my baby, my SmackDown. Even in the Triple H era, it still seems to be on the back burner, not that important, not given an given too much love other than the bloodline stuff but even that's creeped into raw so even everything that's good on smackdown raw's going to take it but yeah four out of ten not not a good smackdown just watch just watch the main event that's that's all that's really worth it here let's move now to rampage so they're doing their little double dip this week you got rampage and then followed right after that is battle of the belts so you got two hour show John Moxley and Danielson versus Top Flight to kick it off. They're in Portland, by the way. They were fantastic. Danielson locks in a nasty dragon sleeper on Dante, stretching him out Stu Hart style. And, dude, he's laying in some stiff elbows to boot. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Dante is launched over Moxley. Top Flight hits some awesome combo offense right there. Thumbs up for that. Mox turns Dante inside out with a King Kong lariat, but he kicks out of that. Darius Darius's head is taken off with a psycho kick right after that. Dante breaks up the pin. Mox dies off the top, takes out Dante. Danielson puts in the submission. Darius taps, and the Fight Club picks up the victory here. And, oh my goodness, yet another excellent opening match just blown away yet again by the high-flying abilities of Top Flight, Dante especially. They truly do live up to that Top Flight name. Brutally stiff match, as always, from from Fight Club. Uh, Insane offense all throughout. Near falls to boot, and the crowd was going absolutely nuts the whole match. Thumbs up for them. 8.5 out of 10. Great match. Adam Page makes it official. He will fight Moxley on Wednesday. Page with uh, a good, quick promo here. He looks fucking ready to go, man. So I'm looking forward to see uh, what he's going to bring next week. Now we got Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus, or sorry, with Rebel versus the Renegades. I don't know who they are, but we're about to find out. Uh, this random team, the Renegades, actually giving it to Hayter until Hayter super or uh, suplexes the both the both of them at the same time crowd just explodes for this because up until that point like the renegades were all over them and the crowd was like silent they're like what the fuck is going on here but uh yeah once hater hits some offense they they come alive renegades continue though to stay in the fight getting some near falls hater and brit wake the fuck up and pick up the victory here impressive showing from the renegades i i enjoyed the story of hater and brit kind of getting blindsided uh, surprised by this unknown team and getting pulled into a competitive fight i enjoyed that story well done here seven out of ten got a video from the house of black uh it's pretty meh just uh, more weird talk. I just want some ass whooping from from King, please. Like, please. How many how many weeks do I have to keep asking for it? And I'm not getting it. I need it. I need it. Preston Vance with Jose versus Sonico. Okay, cool name. Like the name. Discus clothesline from Vance pins and wins. So, uh, how you doing? And see you later, Sonico. He's out of here. Squash match. Then Vance rips off the mask of Sonico. The ultimate disrespect towards a luchador. Vance and Jose drag around and embarrass Sonico. What an absolute douchebag. 
Darby is backstage. He's celebrating his second TNT title win. Uh, this was from earlier in the week. They're showing uh, some footage from after his win. Uh, immediately after his celebration, he's challenged by Mike Bennett. Uh, we fast forward 48 hours, and now Bennett and Darby, they exchange words before the match, as is tradition before the Rampage main event. Mark says it's uh, it's time for our main event, as is tradition. Move, on, move in now to our main event, Mike Bennett with Maria and Taven versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Darby is visibly still in pain from his match earlier in the week uh, against Joe, not riding a skateboard to the ring, which is tradition. Bennett working on the injured leg of Darby, which is becoming tradition. Darby fights back, gets Bennett on a chair, diving drop kicks him off the top rope onto the chair. Just fucking ridiculous. Thumbs up. Matt's wife comes in for the save uh, as Taven cheap shots Darby behind the ref's back. Bennett hits a pile driver. Darby out at two. Darby battles back, again hits a coffin drop, and retains the TNT title. Solid match displaying Darby's outrageous toughness. He's still just doing some outrageous bumps. Now, not as many as he normally does, obviously, but still fantastic. Uh, Solid match. Very solid rampage overall, yet another awesome freaking opening match featuring John Moxley and or Daniel Bryanson. Top Flight are amazing. One of my favorite teams to watch in the ring. Just fucking, just fucking, that's it. Very impressive performance this week from them. Uh, the show, though, though, does lose steam after that. I mean, it's kind of their downfall and the best thing about rampage they kick it off with such a freaking awesome match all the time but it's usually the best match and it kind of just loses steam after that but uh regardless it was pretty solid six and a half at it then then they move right into battle of the belts i believe this is battle of the belts five so we're still in uh, portland so they kick it off right away double j and jay lethal with sanjay dutt and Singh versus the acclaimed with daddy ass for the aew tag team championships this is a no dq falls count anywhere match i was like oh fuck yeah that's gonna be awesome and let's see how they did great great rap from max before the match as always thumbs up for that Lethal with a figure four at the top of the ramp on Bowens, and then they roll all the way down the ramp. I really enjoyed that. That was funny. Thumbs up. Caster has the ankle lock on Double J. Man, he's been using that Kurt Angle offense like crazy. I love that they keep doing it to Double J, because if you don't know, uh, Double J uh, legitimately stole the wife of Kurt Angle when they were in Impact Wrestling together, and uh, Kurt had a divorce. Double J married Kurt Angle's ex-wife, and uh, yeah, they're still married today, and Kurt Angle went through some shit. He's doing a lot better now, but that happened. Uh, Lethal saves Jeff by crushing the referee with an elbow drop. I... I did not see that coming. I thought he was just going to do the elbow drop onto them, but he just destroys the referee. That was hilarious. Thumbs up. Daddy ass getting into the fight. He eats a dick kick, but Daddy grabs a guitar. He's going to demolish a pleading Double J. Please don't hit me, he says. And then the monster Sing comes in for the save, but Daddy blasts him in the face with a guitar. Holy shit, dude. That was awesome. Thumbs up. Singh recovers, he barely, like, he just shakes that guitar shut off pretty quickly, goes on a choke slam spree, even choke slams the damn referee, they, they're having a rough week. Dutt dresses as the referee, goes to count the pinfall, but Aubrey, yet again, brings the justice to, to wrestling, breaks Dutt's pencil, she makes sure no shenanigans goes down, crowd is fucking losing it right now, thumbs up. 
Acclaim take over, grab the victory, retain their titles. Great match. Absolutely uh, insanity taking place. Entertainment levels off the charts. Crowd was just freaking white hot for everything that was going on. 8 out of 10, and God bless you, Aubrey. Thank you. Thank you. Ortiz and Eddie Kingston, they're getting into each other's face backstage asking questions. Um, I thought you guys were friends, but uh, anyway. Now we got the TBS Championship. Sky Blue takes on Jade Cargill. Uh, Cargill with Layla Gray. Jade running out of baddies, man. She's down to a single baddie. She's only got Layla. Couple of quick near falls has Jay shook out of the gate. Sky takes a stiff choke slam on the stage. That looked quite painful. Blue just beats the 10 count. Jade hits her lovely pump kick. Velvet comes down to slap Gray in the face. Cardgill goes for Jaded. Blue reverses uh, reverses that. Hits a code blue. We get a ridiculously close near fall right there. Jade catches blue off the top and proceeds to throw her around like a freaking toy. Catches her in like one of the most impressive Jaded's. Probably the most impressive Jaded I've ever seen her hit. Uh, that counter and the way that she set her up into that. Like threw her in the air. Caught her into Jaded and slammed her down. Double thumbs up. That was insane. I I would recommend you go check out what she did there. That was uh, insane uh, display of strength right there and control and just wow. Very good match. Pleasantly surprised by this one. Really stiff. Blue taking some really hard bumps. That choke slam like just took the breath out of my chest. Uh, really good selling from Sky Blue. Some seriously close near falls. Really got me on the edge of my seat. And dude, that ending reversal, fucking mwah, beautiful. Jade was just, that was insane. Just insanely uh, strong woman right there. 7.5 out of 10. That might be one of the best matches I've seen out of Jade Cargill. Very good stuff. Now we got the main event. Kip Sabian, or I'm, I I can't fucking get a read on what this guy's last name is. Is it Sabian with a B or Sapien with a P? I'm going with a B this week, and uh, maybe I'll change it back to the P next week. Anyway, he's out here with Penelope Ford. He's going up against Orange Cassidy. He's out there with Dan Housen. This is for the All-Atlantic Championship. Not sure how I feel about the Jack Sparrow phase of Kip Sapien. Uh, I don't I don't understand it. I don't dig it, but whatever. My wife likes it. She thinks he's handsome. Bunny comes down to add more distractions to the match. Danhausen successfully curses Sabian. Okay, good shit. Thumbs up for that. Kip catches Orange in the dive uh, into a really gnarly looking neckbreaker onto the floor. I'll give him a thumbs up for that. Bunny gets ejected, so then Butcher and Blade come out. You take out one and fucking replace him with two more. Holy crap. Uh, they beat down Dan Housen. Kip taunting Orange with his own gimmick. This really upsets Orange Cassidy. But uh, he falls for it, and uh, he goes into Kip's trap. A vicious headbutt. Butcher and Blade go for more shenanigans. Best friends run down. Even more people added to this. Uh, they come down for the save. Orange eats an orange punch from Kip. He no-sells that. He goes Super Saiyan mode on Kip. Hits a penalty kick and a beach break. But Kip is out at two. I was quite surprised by that one. Kip continues to chirp at Orange Cassidy. Cassidy has heard enough. He is laying in shot after shot on Kip. The referee has to pull him away, but he... But Cassidy tosses the referee and just, like, smacks him. Oh, my goodness. That's uh, very unlike Orange Cassidy. Kip pounces on the distracted Orange. Near fall, Cassidy hits two Orange punches here for the victory and retains his title. Uh, good match. Uh, could have been great, 
But holy crap, man, there were so many cooks in the kitchen just drawing all the attention away from the match. Like Danhausen, Penelope Ford, The Bunny, Butcher, and Blade, the best friends. You got like seven people involved and then freaking Kip and Orange. Like, nah, way, way, way too many people, but I still thought it was pretty good. The ending was great, wicked fast offense and crazy near falls, especially that second beach break kickout. That was insane. I, I, I popped a little bit for that kickout. I was like, damn, uh, seven out of 10, good match. And a good hour of absolute pure action title fights. Uh, that opener was a blast. Jade had one of her best matches, if not her best match, I'd say. And the main event could have used way less cooks in the kitchen. That probably should have went on first, I would say. But um, yeah, it was still good. And I, I enjoyed the Battle of the Belts. Going to give it a 7 out of 10. And let's move on now to... Where is it? The three stars of the week award. So there was a lot of good matches. A lot of seven and a halfs. A lot of sevens. And a handful of eights. And uh, yeah, it took me a minute to get all these all these decided. So let's start out with some shout outs. Solo versus Elias in that Music City Street fight on Raw. That was a good time. Really liked all the use of the weapons. Sky Blue versus Jade Cargill. That reversal was fucking bananas. You gotta check that out at least. That really that probably added a whole extra point and a half to that match. Darby versus Samoa Joe on Dynamite. That was just vicious. Usos versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus on SmackDown for the titles was a good one as well. And I have to shout out two things that weren't matches, but it was awesome. Aubrey, the referee, hell of a job this week, uh, like multiple times coming down and keeping the justice in wrestling. So great job for Aubrey. And I got to shout out a couple crowds, uh, the Seattle crowd and the Portland crowds were fucking excellent this week. Great job from you guys. And now, Let's get into the three-star award for this week. The most coveted, the most prestigious title of all WWE and AEW. Every wrestler in the world wants this award. I am still getting just phone call after phone call. Guess who called me this week asking for yet another star from me? It was your boy, Kevin Owens. And I said, Kevin, Kevin, you, you weren't really in any matches this week. I would love to give you stars. But yeah, once you win the Royal Rumble match or whatever, you're, you're the champion. You're going to get you're going to get them every day. I'm just going to give you stars all the time. Anyway, third star this week goes to Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire NXT in that fucking brutal backstage fight. And with all the weapons, really enjoyed that match. I think these two are really pairing well together. Even though they look similar in gimmick, I think they would make a great tag team. But right now, they're doing great, kicking the shit out of each other every week. Good stuff. Third star. Second star goes to Double J and Jay Lethal versus the Acclaimed, no DQ at Battle of the Belts. That was just a hell of a fun freaking match. I loved, I, I really enjoyed the fact that it was no DQ and false count anywhere added a lot for, you know, you got older guys here and, and Double J in there, so it helps him out and uh, he could still go just fine. And uh, it was a very entertaining match. I, um, yeah, good shit. But the first star goes to. John Moxley and Daniel Bryanson versus Top Flight at Rampage this week. Holy crap, just a spot fest. I love the combination of the brutality of, of Combat Fight Club and then the ridiculous high-flying abilities of Top Flight. Uh, I, I, literally, it is the peanut butter cup of, of, of matches this week. It was just such a great combo of a match. Uh, these guys continue. Like, they're going to be one of the hottest tag teams. They keep up, keep doing this every week. Like, people are going to take notice, like I am. And they're just going to, you're going to get talked about. And they just continue to impress me week 
after week. They claim the first star this week, yes, with a little bit of help from from Danielson and Moxley, because they're pretty much always involved with my three stars every week. But um, regardless, fantastic match this week. And uh, yeah, definitely check out Dynamite, as always, another great show, as always. Check out some of those matches this week. A lot of good wrestling. Skip SmackDown because uh, Charlotte Flair is over there, and no one wants to watch that crap. But do uh, do watch the main event of SmackDown. That was worthwhile. It was a good time, especially the popcorn thing. That was probably the biggest laugh for me this week. Uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I did not expect that kind of thing to happen. And uh, yeah, really enjoyed that. So yes, there you go, everybody. I hope you enjoyed another week of, uh, of this, uh, the, the week, weekly recap show, the GX WrestleCast. So make sure you're sharing and telling your friends and all that about the show. If you enjoyed it and you think other people might enjoy it as well, that would be awesome. You can go ahead and check out the links down below. Wherever they are, you can check out my YouTube channel, GamerGX Videos, playing Until Dawn over there right now, having a fantastic time, really enjoying that series. I think you guys are too. The numbers are very encouraging, one of the one of the uh, most uh, interactions I've had with the series so far, so that's really good. Thank you so much for that. And it's double upload Saturday, so there's two episodes today, so go over there, check those out. That would be awesome you can follow me on twitter link is down there and that's where i announce all the podcasts you get to find out uh early announcements and we can talk and be friends and all that great stuff over there talk about wrestling hockey video games if you're having a bad day whatever the hell it is it's all good and there you go everybody another recap done by your boy gamer gx we are done for the week but it's the weekend so go enjoy yourself some uh freaking weekend stuff i got 20 minutes to go smoke a joint and get ready for the leaf game there are about to take on the Detroit Red Wings, which I will talk about on Wednesday on the Hockey Cast. So be sure to check out that on Wednesday, and of course this Monday. If you uh, if you follow along on Twitter, I did I yes I did announce it. I did okay yeah. Uh, this Monday I will be doing an episode on cult of the lamb so check out this monday's episode the gx gamer cast we're doing cult of the lamb literally the cult hit of the year in video games everybody who played it tend to fall in love with that game and uh, you're gonna have to find out on monday if i fell in love with that game or not so look forward to that on monday and that's it everybody enjoy your weekend i will be back again soon and be good just that's it bye